foodie. 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 From the Not A Foodie Studio, which is not actually a studio and it's not at my dining room table in Queens, it's the Not A Foodie Show! <laughs> hey Mike, what's up? Hey, where where are we? We are on the North Fork of Long Island. For the uh, the second annual... The second annual, yes. Not A Foodie North Fork Summit. The second annual Not A Foodie North Fork Summit, which was just invented. Today is day two of the summit and I believe it was invented in day one. Um, on the bus ride on the, on bu- the jitney, on the jitney ride, ride. Um, so for those of you who haven't followed along in the past uh, Mike and I are uh, the Not A Foodie team and I am Tom Mialli that is Mike Moranti and I live in Queens, New York Mike lives in Manhattan but I also have a house on uh, the North Fork of Long Island and we decided that we were going to have a bunch of friends of the show out for a few days of eating and drinking and cooking and revelry and puppy puppy licking i mean the puppies are licking us we're not licking puppies yet i mean the weekend is still or the week is, is the still puppy young store still here in riverhead or aquabog yeah there's a puppy store there they're yeah. a puppy mill though probably i mean I we, no we used to just go out there i shouldn't say that i'm gonna get sued by play with them. the local puppy consortium <laughs> so anyway we're at the north fork um, not a foodie summit. Yeah, that's it, right? Yes. That sounds like a good hashtag. Um, oh, speaking of puppies, hi, dog. How are you? She heard us. Uh, Julep is here, too. Julep the dog is here. She heard us recording, and she came running into our little makeshift studio. Um, so, Mike, let's start this episode off, um, first of all, by apologizing for um, the echoey room, because there's not really a studio or not really a studio suitable space here for us. Um, but... Start off how we start off every episode. It's food news. Food news. Uh, we're going to have to really, really, really like work on a jingle. Can we record one and just ed- edit it in every time? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I'm not doing that now. I've no. been you know, tasting wine all day and eating pizza all day. Yeah. Shout out Macari. Shout out Avelino, <laughs> Avelino Pizza, pizza. Truck. Um, so let's start with food news. Mike, what do you got? You can Airbnb an Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Oh, sign me up. Hey, ha- Chicago. For the first time ever, your wildest hot dog dreams can come wait, true. Wait, I'm timing out because you say, hey, Chicago, and I just want to say, hey. Like, I don't know. I, <laughs> like, hey, Chicago. Hey, Chicago. Hey. <laughs> For the first time ever, your wildest hot dog dreams can come true with a stay in our 27-foot-long hot dog on wheels. <laughs> All right. So uh, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile has its own iPhone app. <laughs> what does the app do? Does it just uh, track the Wienermobile? I probably. You did not do research. No, I just pulled this up right now. <laughs> For one night only, you can have the opportunity to eat hot dogs, dream of hot dogs, and yes, live in a hot dog with an overnight stay in the iconic Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, the company wrote in its Airbnb listing. For the first time ever, your wildest hot dog dreams can come true, blah, blah, blah. So on is, there, is there a bathroom in the Wienermobile? Probably. It's only available August 1st, 2nd, or 3rd. Okay. And you're limited to one night. Is it um does that coincide downtown Chicago? Well, yeah, it coincides with Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's genius then. I was like, why? Why am I going to stay on a street in Chicago unless it's during Lollapalooza? Only costs $136. The, there's definitely no bathroom then. 
No, there has to be a bathroom. I don't know. Maybe it's. I don't know if it's legal to actually rent an Airbnb without it having a bathroom. I don't know. An adjacent outdoor space. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about it. Oh, no. Use the bathroom outside. <laughs> Does that mean pee no, outside? No, actually, or is there a bathroom? no. I don't know. This, they're talking about how you could save money. I don't know. It may or may not have a bathroom. Well, thoroughly researched story, as <laughs> always, Mike Moranti. <laughs> uh, so would you stay in the Oscar Meyer Wiener Mobile? Mo- yeah. yeah, of course. For how much is it? $136. Yeah, $136 for the night. I would do that. Yeah. I would for absolutely do that. Of yeah, course. totally for the story, especially if I was going to Wall Blues and I, I need a place to crash. I would do a podcast in there. I, I would do a podcast in there. Oscar, why are we? Oscar Meyer. Why can't I say it? If I'm I, trying to court them to be a sponsor, I really should be able to pronounce them. Oscar Meyer Wienermobile, please reach out to at not a foodie show on Twitter and Instagram and uh, get in touch with us. Spell baloney. O-S-C-A-R-M-A-Y. Oh, no. Yeah. No. See? Yeah. B-O-L-O-G-N-A. <laughs> All right. I have some food news. Um, the Coast Guard just busted a garlic smuggling operation in the Caribbean. So nations around the world are fighting the fragrant crime. Crime. Um, recently, a United States Coast Guard ship made an unusual bust en route between Haiti and the Dominican Republic. The crew of the cutter Vigilant halted a vessel with 7,800 pounds of garlic valued at $30,000. So while this was the Coast Guard's biggest garlic bust ever... Countries around the world are struggling to deal with similar smuggled cargoes. So apparently garlic... Yeah, why are they smuggling garlic? Garlic smuggling has become a big thing with trade wars going on. China produces like 70% of the world's garlic. Oh, God. Yes. So garlic is... I mean, 70... China produces a lot of stuff, um, but garlic apparently is like the perfect little item to smuggle because it's hard to bruise and it comes wrapped in its little papery, you know, garlic shell. Um, so it's very easy to just load in crates and you can you don't have to be delicate with it. it doesn't there it's sort of heat resistant and cool resistant and it's like the perfect little smuggling thing. So it has become a huge problem. Um, there and the Coast Guard is ramping up. There's like, you know, garlic patrols, I guess. I don't know. Garlic squad. I would sign up for Garlic Squad. I mean, my grandfather fought the Nazis in World War II. I would go out and fight garlic smugglers. I wonder what they do with all the garlic. (laughs) I don't know. They should should donate it to food banks. They should, but I'm I'm having this vision of them burning it like they burn drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, you know, like like when they do a drug bust and they burn pounds and pounds of weed. And that's what I'm, (laughs) I'm thinking that they're doing with the garlic. But... They probably donate it somewhere. They have to, right? Or they send it back to its country give, of origin. Give it to rethink foods. I don't, yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's food news. You have any other food news you wanna you wanna add? Nope. No. All right. Cool. Well, uh, we'll be back in a second, and we're gonna talk. Um, what are we gonna talk about? What we're doing. All right. Cool. All right. Be back in a second. And we're back. <laughs> Still got it. I know you still got it. you still got the radio voice. Thanks for, for those of you who are just tuning in and have never heard us on the radio. We usually have a radio show where we break for commercials and stuff. Um, and Mike is the got the the perfect and we're back voice. So why don't you bring us back again, real quick? And we're back. Okay. And who are we? Thank you for tuning in to the Not a Foodie <laughs> Show. Uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. So <laughs> coming up time and temperature on the hours. <laughs> so uh, 
The Nada Foodie Annual North Fork Summit. Second yes. Second annual North Fork. Second Summit. annual. So last year was kind of just like we just met up and just like hung out. Yes. This year we got sponsorships. <laughs> we got uh, Pat Lafrida. Oh, Shout man. out so, the goat. Yeah. Pat I mean, Lafrida to send us some uh, sausage, some hamburgers, and some massive monster tomahawk ribeyes yes so i our friend of the podcast who we talk about quite a bit genius eats gene lee um at genius eats on um instagram and twitter um she works with a, a lot of food brands and she's got a great relationship with pat lafreda and um she told him about this little party that we were having out here this little dinner party party um and she decided that uh, she was going to get us some steaks from Pat. So it was great. We gave Pat some Instagram love uh, last night, and he gave us um, like some love, of the best like steaks love. and sausages and burgers that we've ever had. Um, so that was nice. Um, shout out to Southhold Fish Market, who um, we went and got some great fish from them. Just, you know, they, they're not clams. a sponsor, just a, just a promoting a good local business. Um, Hellestoy Vodka. Uh, yes. Who for- they go ahead. They provided us, uh, my, our friend, uh, Yancey Violi, Mr. Barn Bowtie came out mm-hmm. with, uh, his friend Veronica Lodge, I think is her name. Mm-hmm. And they bartended, they made some custom cocktails, they printed out laminated menus. Oh man, it was great. And, uh, Hellestoy Vodka, they do a plain, a regular vodka and then they do a habanero vodka. Mike, can we talk about that vodka for a second? Cause yes. that vodka... Um, like I've tasted like the spicy vodkas before mm-hmm. and things like that. What I loved about this vodka is that habanero is a, it's a fruity yeah, heat. It's a very green. Uh, I, I, I love it. And it's got that sweet heat to it. You know, it's not like uh it's not trying to just kill you with heat. It's not like, you know, you're eating ghost peppers or pepper X or whatever it is. It's got like this sweetness to it. And the heat in this vodka comes through, I feel like on the back end, but the first thing is this really nice, sweet, spicy sort of flavor and i was like you know you get pepper vodka and you're like all right i'll put it in a bloody mary this mm-hmm. i'm like i will drink just on the rocks like this or is good if stuff if you did that with like um a, just like a sweet juice like a pineapple juice or something oh it's, yeah it's just so simple and so good yeah it, it was it was really good um so thanks to uh thanks to those noah folks. shout out noah yeah soy vodka. vodka and also noah's <laughs> in uh, greenport Yes. Who treated the two of us and Gene Lee to an incredible uh, lunch yesterday. Mm-hmm. They do these absolutely insane small plates. We had crab deviled eggs. We had uh, this in- sick, sick uh, chicken liver mousse. Oh, my God. The chicken liver mousse was like, I mean, it was just, it was fluff. Mm-hmm. It was so light and fluffy and delicious. And mm-hmm. uh, the owners over there are just, you know, Noah. Um, Shita. Uh, and his wife, uh, Samita. Samita. Yeah. yeah. Um, were just like the most gracious hosts. And it was great. It was great to show off. So I, I love the North Fork of Long Island. It was great to show off some like local cuisine out here to my, you know, city dwelling friends. So that was really awesome. Um, Hella. Hella. Hella Bitters. Yeah. Hella always. Bitters. So Hella sent us, well, they were kind enough to send us some of their products. They sent us some. Um, Mexican chocolate bitters and some orange bitters and some eucalyptus bitters. So they were put to good use by um, by our bartender friends Yancey and and uh, Veronica, and uh, yeah, Owls Brew. Oh, Owls, Owls Brew. Brew. Yeah, uh, spiked tea. It's a malt beverage flavor tea. They sent me their entire line. We were opening them last night. They're delicious. And yeah, the mixers are really good. The mixers are just like tea based mixers. 
But this sounds like we threw this party just to get free stuff. <laughs> but, but it was it was just like the fancy food show just happened in New York, which we talked about on our last episode. So we, you know, we're talking to all these people and we were just talking about this party that was happening. So they, they sent us a bunch of stuff and to try it out. And it was it was really great. Um, it, but like the, the whole purpose of this was just to get some food loving people together that are in cocktails that are in food that are in marketing that are just you know food loving people together to cook and eat a gigantic meal so we had a really really good time um how, would you, did you like my crudo my favorite so tom cooked up three dishes he did a hamachi crudo i cooked up four dishes including the intermezzo oh yeah okay so <laughs> go, go a, through the menu go through the a menu hamachi crudo uh with, no well, well fluke yeah yeah okay sorry. no hamachi's yelltail i'm sorry yes um Harame crudo, sorry, but it's fluke because it's yeah. Italian. So it's uh, it was in citrus. It was in orange, lemon, and lime juice, and then uh, some jalapeno, some radish. It was killer. Then the next course was my favorite. Really? Well, yeah. Okay. It's you describe it because I'm not even. I don't even know how to describe it properly. I don't even know the name of it. Yeah. So it's a it's a Portuguese um style stew. It's like a seafood stew. Um, I forget the the name of it. Oh, uh, cataplana is is sort of the, is the technical name for it. So it's a, a traditional cataplana is um like a clam and um Portuguese sausage stew. But I used the Italian sausages that Pat Lafreda sent over, and I used a lot of paprika, and I used some chili flakes and clams, and just I mean I, I thought it was great. Paste. Yeah, some tomato paste. Um, some onions and just you know your basics for like a really good sort of seafood and pork broth, and trafe. <laughs> yes, yes, that that was the name of the meal. That was the trafe course of the evening. Um, that was really good. I had never made it before. I've always wanted to make it. I was oh, just curious really? about I it. You've never made it. No, I mean I've made variants on that. So usually I'll do a clams and chorizo, right? Um, then I started last week or two weeks ago, I did a clams and Italian sausage. I wanted to see if I can make a, like a clams and sausage, like an Italian style. And it was good, um, but it wasn't like it wasn't great. So I started doing a little bit of research. And, you know, that's when I found the this dish called a cataplana. And I just started messing around with it. I mean, I've cooked sausage and clams, I, I mean, dozens of times, hundreds of times probably in my life. But... Um, I've never used these specific flavors before. So these these flavors are a winner. I'm doing this again. This was really good. This was delicious. Yeah, A+. Plus. Um, and then we had a palate cleanser, right? A mid-course and intermezzo <laughs> of uh, cheeseburgers. Pat, Pat Lafrida Burger Blend with Kraft uh, Singles, lettuce, tomato, and your boy whipped up some mac sauce. <laughs> yes. I, I went to the kitchen and I came back with mac sauce. <laughs> I was like, I, I was talking to Jean and she's like, oh, Pat's going to send him some burgers too. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's great. But I, we're having steak. Like, and then halfway through the meal, uh, after many cocktails were consumed, I was like, oh, we got the burgers. When should we do the burgers? Then I was like, you know what? Let's do like an intermediate course where between the steak and the clams, a half a burger. where everybody gets like half a hamburger. So, and then there was an extra burger. So I had a quarter of a half. <laughs> so I had a half and a quarter burger. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Extra mac sauce. And then these two, for the main course, two gigantic uh, tomahawks. Louisville ribeyes. slugger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bam Jason Giambi yeah. home run hitting. 
massive they were, tomahawk. They were those, Bash Brother tomahawks. Those are $150 tomahawks at a steakhouse. <laughs> oh, man. They were, and we we did two of them. Uh, Jose and Mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bash Brothers. <laughs> um, so I, I did those on uh, the coals. I did those over coals with a little bit of mesquite wood in there. And did a really, you know, intense sear on either side of them. Got the grill up to like a thousand degrees, um, the the Komodo grill, and then let them sit with a, a special blend of herb butter just on top of them after after they were done off the grill. Let them sit for like twenty minutes. They were perfect. Oh man, they were like they came out perfect. Although you know. It's hard to fuck up a Pat Lafrida steak. It's so good and so delicious. As long as you don't overcook it, like you got it. And then for dessert, oh, what did I? I, I don't. Did, did I didn't. Skip I, I skipped dessert. Uh, we sent Brittany to pick up uh, another some friend pie. of the another friend of the podcast. There's a spot, Brittany from Focus Creative. There's a spot out in the Northport called Bremere Farms. Bremere Farms, yeah, and they're very very famous for pie. Yes. Um. So Brittany isn't that familiar with. Anything out here? I've been to Brymere before. So we're like, go to Brymere, pick up a pie. And I knew she'd love it because it's such pick a... Pick up a pie. That's a lot of alliteration, but yes, go. Uh, I knew you'd. Lo- I knew she would love it because it's <laughs> such like a beautiful place and uh, important place. And she did. And now we have we had the blueberry. Now there's a raspberry cream that we're going to get into tonight. I mean, there's still a blueberry in there, right? Yeah, there's like, still I haven't blueberry. had any pie. Yeah, there's so. still some blueberry. All I know is that at like one in the morning, I'm watching people just stick their fists in the pie and eat it with their bare hands. Not cause... me. That wasn't me. I know it sounded like he was implementing it was me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was not. I was not implying that it was you. It was. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Uh, not I'll naming bare hand a lot of things. <laughs> But I woke up, or like I woke up this morning. I was like, "Did someone just put their fist in the pie and take a fistful of pie?" Like it's half respect, but also half gross. Um, but yeah, so pies. And then tonight we're we're going out and hanging out in the town of Greenport. Um, gonna go to the Frisky Oyster. Gonna go hit up some friends at bars, Claudio's, and uh, the Merchant's Wife, which is a new spot out here. I want to take them to go visit some folks over at Bricks and Rye and just do the whole North Fork Greenport sort of food experience. So. I don't know. Mike, this is going to have to be an annual thing, right? Yeah, no. So that's what I want to talk about, too. I think we should open this up and do this as like an event. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I'm not hosting it at my house. No, it's not possible. I can't host it at my house. Luckily, I mean, there was like 10 people. Yeah. (laughs) We have friends out here who uh, have private dining uh, rooms. Yeah. Different restaurants and vineyards and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's something that will be in the works for maybe this fall. Definitely I would love to do something out here this fall. I don't know if it's feasible with the time frame. Pork and apple, just fest. Yeah, but I mean, it's I, it's definitely something that I would like to do. I love it out here. I feel like I mean, I I've had a house here for a few years now, and it's I, this is if I could find a way to work out here all the time and then just go to the city like once in a while, I would. Um, and I love showing people that haven't been here. You know how wonderful it is out here. It's so farm driven. Everything's fresh and and really great. And and it's just nice people. Like everybody is just nice. It's small. It, town it's a here. small town. It it's great because it's what thirty minutes from the Hamptons. Oh, I don't even know. I don't consider this but, even. Yeah, it's so. It, but it's like that. You it's that far out. So it's not too crazy away from the city. Mm-hmm. But it it's not like the Hamptons at all. And it's it's just really relaxing. Great. Yeah. So one of my favorite places. Um, so anyway, yeah, maybe next year we'll, or maybe we'll, maybe we'll do something in the fall 
and uh, we'll talk about it on the podcast. So tune in to future episodes of the Not A Foodie podcast slash radio show slash whatever video we decide to put out there and, uh, and you know, find out information about it. Um, that's it. Anything else you want to talk about for this? Oh, you know what I want to talk about? Avellino Pizza. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we went there last year. We went to Macari Vineyards and Avellino Pizza last year yeah. uh, for the same thing. So Avellino Pizza is um, the a- pizza truck. It's a shipping container turned into a pizza truck, retrofitted onto. Is a, it a yeah. shipping container? Uh huh. I thought it was just a custom no, truck. No, it's a shipping container retrofitted onto a truck. Okay. With a pizza oven inside of it, they do Neapolitan style pies. Run by our friend Eddie Macari. And of the Macari as so, Macari Vineyards. Oh, we got we got five pies, but we got this pesto pie that has mortadella on it. Mm-hmm. And as previously stated. I don't like mortadella. Except. Except for Tempesta's mortadella. Mm-hmm. So. Tempesta is a great charcuterie, Italian charcuterie place out of Chicago that makes some of the best Italian charcuterie that you'll ever have. So we got the pesto last year, and I don't remember loving it. I remember thinking it was good. This year, I loved it. So I told them that, and I asked them where they got the mortadella from. And what did he say? Tempesta. Tempesta. <laughs> And that's how you know it's a good spot. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, and thank you very much to Eddie, who another gracious host. But Eddie was like, he he turned, excuse me, he turned aside and was like, let me take care of it. I'm going to send something else out to these guys. And he sent out their uh, their special of the day, which was this crazy truffle pie with just I mean, he went he went crazy shaving truffles on top of it for us. And um, and we appreciate it. It's really it's one of my favorite places out here. So it's the it's the Avellino food truck at Macari Vineyards. If you're coming out to the North Fork, you got to stop there. And it's sort of at the beginning of the the North Fork. So it's a great little place to stop and grab some pizza and eat it outdoors and drink some wine. Um, anything else you want to talk about? I mean, there's plenty coming up. Yeah. <laughs> on the, at the Not a Foodie North Fork Food Summit. But no, uh, let's go into cocktails. All right. Well, let's take a break for a second and yep. uh, we'll talk cocktails. All right. Perfect. And we're back. <laughs> I think yours that is was, better. Yeah, that was rough. That was, that was like, I don't that know was what like I was doing. Mo- uh, mostly Zlack. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> that was Wolfman Jack. Do you know Wolfman Jack? No. Wolfman Jack was a famous like radio DJ in like the 70s. And he was always like on the Muppet show. And shit. it was like, ah, <laughs> Wolfman Jack. Hey. Oh, He's one of those guys who like, you know, spinning the best of the platters of the matter. Blah, 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 blah. Wolfman Jack. Yeah. So anyway, um, that was my Wolfman Jack impersonation. Um, <laughs> It's been a long day. <laughs> so this is our favorite part of the program, but we're going to switch it up a little bit today. This is our, usually what we'll do is we'll ask what we're drinking and Mike and I will both come up with a cocktail or a drink for the evening. But instead, Yancey um, Violi, who came last night um, to the party, Mr. Bar and Bowtie, uh, came up with a, a few different cocktails. You know what I just noticed on this? What on the menu he made? He used the font that we use. I know, I know. He was, I was. That was uh, the Did most he impressive ask you thing. For it? No, that's insane. That what? was the most. So Yancy <laughs> sent he he said, "I'm going to come. I'm going to bring Veronica, and we're going to come up with some cocktails." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's that's fine, cool." And then like he sends me a PDF of a menu. That has like our logo, the Not a Foodie podcast logo. It's got alcohol logos from the different liquor sponsors. But it has the font for our used, show. He used our font. So, and our font is not like a hard font to find, but it's not like pre-installed with yeah. most 
Like, so he found what the font was and used it. And I was so, that was as a like marketing and design geek, I was super impressed with that. So anyway, he wrote up a menu of drinks. And I think instead of Mike and I choosing a drink, Mike is going to read the three drinks that he created just for the Not A Foodie North Fork Food Summit. Um, go ahead, Mike. Okay, oh, wait, they, but they all incorporate. They all have Hellsoy Hel Habanero Vodka. Mm -hmm. And two out of the three have hella bitters. Okay. Yes. Because those were the folks who were mm -hmm. kind enough to donate uh, some some stuff to us. So the first one is a Spice Girl. Hella soy, habanero vodka, grapefruit, cinnamon syrup, citrus angostura, citrus angostura, and hella bitters orange. Nice. So I like that one. That Did, one was my favorite of the three. Wait, uh, is that the one? Okay. That was the red one. Uh, yes. I liked that one. I thought mm -hmm. that was a summer cocktail. It was perfect. The, it was great for this weather. The cinnamon syrup that they made was great. The cinnamon syrup that they made was great. My only problem with this cocktail was that I thought it was really good for this. But after I had one of them, I was like, you know what? This would be really great for the fall because of the cinnamon syrup. Mm -hmm. It tastes like pumpkin pie or, you know, pumpkin spice or whatever. <laughs> the, the next one, I, the name's not good. What? Ultra Violence. I love that name. Mm. Ultra Violence is, uh, I mean, it's a very, it's a Clockwork Orange reference. Yeah, no, I know. Okay, but you don't like it. I love Clockwork Orange, too. Okay. Whatever. Uh, so it's Hella Soy Habanero Vodka, mm -hmm. Green Chartreuse, mm -hmm. uh, Velvet Falernum, which is a... Falernum. Falernum, which is a Barbados 11% rum. Yeah, it's like a rum-based um, syrupy, like, very, like citrusy syrupy yeah. liquor. It's more it's a, like a, it's a mixer. It's like uh, a aperitif or something. It's very, very popular flavor. as a mixer in tiki cocktails. Yeah. it's in tiki cocktails all the time. Uh, citrus, egg white, and a hella bitters eucalyptus. So this is sort of like a vodka sour, with a lot more stuff going on. Yeah, I liked this one. Mm -hmm. The eggs, um, the egg whites. <laughs> he came so, over with his own eggs. Well, Tom, Tom sees the menu. And he's like. Egg whites? Shit, I don't have enough eggs for that. <laughs> it's like, I got to go out and buy eggs. <laughs> and I'm like, no, if he's putting on the menu, he's bringing them. He Yancey, by the with, way. With two dozen eggs. Uh, by the way, you left a dozen eggs here last night, and I made a really nice frittata this morning with some zucchini <laughs> and your cocktail eggs. So thanks for that, brother. <laughs> I like this cocktail because... He served it in a martini glass, and it looked really pretty. And the bitters on top. The bitters on top gave it um, uh, that nice sort of aroma. But it was yeah, egg white cocktails. Anything with a sour with that sort of like egg white floater on top is um, it looks nice. And it has a tendency or it has not as a tendency, but it could get heavy. We're going to do Ramos Gin Fizzes tonight. Oh, I should ask <sighs> Yancey to make me a Ramos Gin Fizz. Oh, he's not going to want to do that there. He'll do it, though. He'll oh, do it for fine. me. He'll do it for the challenge. He'll, yeah. But I mean, so this was not heavy at all. This was light and summery and sweet and really good. And it had a nice little uh, kick to it. And then uh, last but not least is the hot and dirty. Mm -hmm. It's uh, the habanero vodka, mm -hmm. olive brine, and blue cheese stuffed olives. Yes. So it's just the steakhouse martini, but spicy. <laughs> but spicy. I don't think I had one of those. <laughs> I felt like it was the most pedestrian on the menu. Sorry, Yancey. <laughs> no, I mean, I I just didn't have I, one because I ate I, about a dozen blue cheese stuffed olives. <laughs> <laughs> I had one cocktail and a dozen olives. I was cooking. So I was like, and I was, you know, cooking for, what was there, like 10, 12 10 people. people. So like, I was just, I was sipping whatever cocktail people put in front of me. And 
people put a lot of cocktails in front of me. They're like, Tom's not drinking. Here, give him a taste of this. Give him a taste of that. Uh, at one point, Yancey just came over and made me a Negroni. He's like, here, I know you just want a Negroni. I was like, I appreciate it, but thank you. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So those were our three cocktails. What was your favorite out of the three? What, the, the Spice, Spice Girl, Girl? Yeah. The Ultraviolence. And so the Spice Yeah, I think the Spice Girl was probably my favorite. Oh, man. So I think that's it from the from the Not a Foodie North Fork Summit. Nor, not a what is it? Not a foodie North Fork foodie food food summit. Not a foodie <laughs> annual North Fork summit. Okay, we got to come up with a better hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. I was thinking about it. Uh-huh. Nofo so, so, but I wanted it to be like soup, and it wasn't possible. No, no. <laughs> well, no, I mean, no one of the soup. ideas that I had this morning when I couldn't sleep or when I woke up and couldn't go back to sleep was um. Uh, that we might have to do the north. I have a lot of um, basil growing in my garden, and it's going to be too much for me to consume. Pesto palooza. No, come on, this is easy. Pesto festo. <laughs> it's it's the not a foodie pesto festo. <laughs> pesto festo is besto. <laughs> We're gonna, I think that's going to be our fall festival out here. The not a foodie pesto festo is besto. <laughs> you betcha. All right. <laughs> well. That's about all of the time we have uh, from the, for the Not a Foodie podcast. I'm Tom. That's Mike. We'll be back. Uh, hof- we'll record in August, hopefully. I don't know. We'll try. I'm traveling. Yeah. It's August, and we'll try you know. to get one more before. And then September, we're going to be back uh, full time. Yeah, when Tom we'll was doing back the, to the city. Yeah, so we'll be doing doing more and more. So um, again, thanks for listening. I'm Tommy Alley. That's Mike Morandi at Not a Foodie Show on Twitter at Not a Foodie Show on Instagram. Um, thank you again to our sponsors. They're Hella Soy Vodka. Hello Bitters, um, and absolutely Pat LaFrieda, La 1,000%. Those were the best steaks that we've ever had. Thanks for sending them out to us. Um, that's it. We'll talk to you guys soon. Until then, just, uh, I don't know, eat. <laughs> Bye. See ya.